If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Star Wars 7x7 episode 1125. Today, Beach Reading Week continues, and I'm looking at the face of evil. Punch it, Chewie. Hi, this is Mike and Joe from the Cantina Cast. And you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod. And today's entry of Star Wars stories, short stories, is The Face of Evil. This is one of the four short stories that came out in December of 2015 and then was later collected in April of 2016 in the collection Tales from a Galaxy Far, Far Away, Colon Aliens, Volume 1 by Landry Q. Walker and... As I mentioned in previous episodes this week, the short stories in that collection are all done in different styles and different genres. And The Face of Evil is, according to Wikipedia, it's done in a horror style specifically. But it actually reminded me a little bit of From Dust Till Dawn. So for the adults in the audience, if you remember that movie, it actually started out more like a crime drama before it turned into a horror movie. And that was kind of a similar feel for The Face of Evil. Now... I have to give you the spoiler warning. I know it's been more than a year and a half since the story came out, but, you know, let me just cover my bases and say that I'm going to tell you everything about the story. So if you haven't read it and you're like, I didn't know this story existed, don't tell me about it, then just save this podcast for a later date. But if you want to know more about the inner workings of Maz Kanata's castle and you just want to go for it, then let's go for it. So... I don't have it with me, unfortunately. I don't have access to the library at home, but I believe it was in Star Wars Complete Locations where they had cross-sections of Maz Kanata's castle. I know they had cross-sections of Maz Kanata's castle. The thing I can't say for sure was in Star Wars Complete Locations was the note about the crypto-surgeons that are at work doing very cryptic things in one of the towers of Maz Kanata's castle. Anyway, there is that very sneaky little reference to it in one of the DK books, and we actually get to meet those crypto-surgeons in this book, Thrombo and Thromba, excuse me, and Laparo. And they are Fregosians, which the description of them almost reads like they're hairy little minion-looking like creatures, like the Despicable Me creatures. And they do all sorts of really crazy experimental work on people's bodies, and they actually also do reconstructive surgery on people who need to change their identities and that doesn't just mean changing the look of their faces it also means changing their teeth changing their eyes changing their fingerprints like anything that could actually help people identify them doesn't get down to the dna i mean you know there are probably limits to what people can do right but 
yeah, this is some pretty crazy work they're doing. And they're up experimenting in their labs in one of Maz Kanata's towers. And they've got another character named Drix who is basically their Igor doing their bidding. And unfortunately, they were supposed to get something from uh, a certain specimen kept down in the dungeons in the basements of Maz Kanata's castle. And Drix let one of those creatures escape, which will end up coming back later in the story. But the thrust of the story is that there is a thief named Rhin, or Rin, or Y-N. I mean, the coincidence of it being like one letter off from Jin is just too crazy because there's no way that Landry could have known that Jin was going to be a name at all when this was written in late 2015. But there you go. Rin Biggleston is a thief who betrays her partner, and her partner actually is able to sabotage her just before his death or its death uh, by sending out a, a broadcast to every system in the nearby area with her face and all her misdeeds and all that stuff. So now she's on the run. She happens to get into an escape pod and crash lands on Takadana, is able to get the one free night and a free meal deal from Maz herself, although Maz does not appear in this story. <sighs> she's got to do something else and she happens to run into Drix and so she gets introduced to the crypto surgeons. She's got money to pay for it because of course she swindled her partner out of the deal that they'd been swindling other people out of and so she's going to get herself a whole new identity but she has plans to con the Fregosians and not pay them the whole amount of money. She was going to pay them half up front and then pay the rest in theory afterward, but really she was going to sneak away. Unfortunately, under anesthesia, she apparently reveals all of that information and the Fregosians think, ha, huh, she's going to swindle us. Well, we're going to swindle her. So she manages to escape the castle afterward, but she nearly has a run-in with this crazy creature that Drix let out and this was special. Specimen 9 that was lurking down in the basement of Maz Kanata's castle, which, you know, you thought that it was going to be the thing that ate her and ultimately became the, haha, you know, here's karma working for you. But no, it actually doesn't work out that way. She ends up getting caught when she is trying to arrange transportation off Takadana with her new face. But it turns out that the Fregosians gave her the face of the partner that she had betrayed. And, of course, the partner was on the area's most wanted list. The face was all out there over the holonet and all that stuff. So she gets arrested. Boop! And that's what happens when you mess with other people's stuff. And that right there is the face of evil in a nutshell for you. All right. Time to take a quick break, and then we'll come back at you with Rogue One Trivia. Stay tuned. Hey, Rebel Rouser. The Last Jedi is coming out in theaters in December, and so it's time for you to brush up on your knowledge of The Force Awakens. Luckily, I've got the thing for you. It's the unofficial Star Wars The Force Awakens trivia book. It's available on Amazon right now. Just go to sw7x7.com TFA to get right there. And inside, you'll find more than 501 galaxy-spanning questions and answers about The Force Awakens. Again, it's the unofficial Star Wars The Force Awakens trivia book, sw7x7.com slash TFA. Welcome back. All right, last time I asked you where Jin said she got that blaster that she took with her on the U-Wing to Jeddah, and she said she just found it, but the Rogue One novelization actually tells you where she got it from. So where did she really get it from? Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, 
Before you challenge a blockade, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if you want to join the inner circle of fans of the podcast, become a patron of the show at patreon.com slash SW7x7. It's not astromech cannon fodder, it's Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2017, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.